Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. You are shock! I'm David. We're talking about North Star this week, right? Fist of uh, the North Star? Oh, you mean the guy from Alpha Flight? Um, no, the guy who punches things. Oh, she I looks thought we were like an overly muscled I thought we Bruce were, Lee. uh... I thought we were taking, talking about that movie with Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld? No, no, no. No, it? Fist of the North Star. It's a movie, but I'm pretty sure it has, uh, I think that a, a couple of professional wrestlers in it and, uh, Chris Penn. Uh, Malcolm McDowell? Malcolm McDowell, uh, Big Van Vader. Everything has Malcolm oh, McDowell. Yeah, Clint Howard. Wow, Clint Howard just shows up everywhere. It's true. Uh, no, we are talking about Bumblebee to the Rescue, the coloring book drawn by Steve Ditko in the 80s. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot about that. I never forget about that. <laughs> Hopefully you have enough I'm always grade. thinking about that. Like the, the Twitter meme, like thinking about him, and it's just a picture of one of those awkwardly drawn G1 <laughs> faces from that coloring book. Oh man, the like the the humans in that have terrifying Ditko faces, <laughs> and the robots have even more terrifying faces. Yes. And also, for some reason, uh, the wiki pages captions are all quotes from "Was not was's Hello, Dad, I'm in jail." <laughs> okay, uh, but, I'm sure they have a reason. But no, it is crossover time on uh, on Stasis Pod because it is Bumblebee to the rescue. Crossing over from popular Transformers television show, Transformers Prime. Hey, so fun and very brief fact. Uh, one of my co-workers just recently mentioned to me that uh, one of his children had recently started watching Transformers Prime on, like, Netflix or whatever streaming service. And he was like, it's actually pretty good. I was like, yeah, that is a good show. Mm. I, I, uh... I did not take the chance to plug my podcast to someone who absolutely did not want to listen to me talking about Transformers <laughs> for an hour at a time. Uh, so yeah, this first aired July 7th, 2012, uh, written by Brian Holfield, a uh, longtime Winnie the Pooh uh, writer. Uh, really? Who, yes, who previously <laughs> wrote uh, Rescue Bots episodes Flobsters on Parade and Christmas in July. Right. So... Pretty good, pretty good episode. Yes, this, I gotta say, this one I was not crazy about. It, well, it, most of the problems come with the fact that it's crossing over with Prime, and when you think about that, things get weird, especially because they never say the word Decepticon. They do not. I don't believe it's ever said at any point in Rescue Bots. Aww. I mean, I guess... Which, uh, on one hand, makes sense, but on the other hand, maybe it's like... Maybe they... Huh? Maybe they don't want the little kids, like, getting curious and, and Googling Decepticons and then being scared, sort of like how Nintendo continues to insist that the Nooks are actually raccoons, because perhaps they do not want children to... American children to see what Tanuki are. Oh. Yeah. Ah, I understand. But, you know, more about scary monster robots and less about testicles. Well, they also don't want them, you know, they, they might look up some pro-Decepticon literature and become radicalized. We do not want that. 
<laughs> get a bunch of little tiny rakshas running around. That's right. Trying to, you know, take take over power oh. plants, uh, you know, enslave <laughs> the human race. Have what? heated arguments on message noise. boards. Wearing all purple clothing. Yes. Having a snake. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I sh- we should encourage that one, at least. It was a good snake. Anyway, so we, we open with uh, with some stargazing. You know, we're, is, it, is it time for a yes. meteor shower? It is indeed time for a meteor shower. I have to go back to Animal Crossing now. Because oh. we have oh. an- meteor showers in Animal Crossing. Okay. And I, I oh, specifically I, I had... I haven't caught uh, any of them because I have bad timing. I had, yeah, I had one last night and invited people over. Uh, we actually... There was, there was one on the island of popular, speaking of old fandom personalities, Steve-O Stonebreakers Island... The other night, and a bunch of us went over and paid off one of his bridges. It was very oh. nice. So anyway, they, this meteor is falling onto Wayward Island, a an uninhabited island near Griffin Rock. Which, this is its like, f- how many uninhabited islands are around here? This is the second oh. one so far. To be fair, normally if you have one island, especially if they are volcanic in nature. You do tend to have smaller islands. Like, look at Hawaii. Yeah. Or the Philippines. Yes. V- volcanic islands in Maine. What? I mean, Griffin well, Rock does still. have a volcano. Uh, well, it's an artificial volcano. But <laughs> admittedly, there probably are other islands around there. But the fact that they're uninhabited, it strikes me as weird. Unless, like, these are part of a national park. It's possible. Could be. Like Isle Royal up in Michigan that yeah. is... Officially uninhabited. I think it's probably got park rangers or something, but you can take a ferry up there. And, uh, I think at least once while I was living in the UP, I may have had, uh, old school map quest give me directions that involve driving to it. Or it may have been what's been like a toxic waste dump, and that's why it's uninhabited. Speaking of Michigan, like Zug Island. <laughs> yes! Oh. Uh, Zug Island, which is where the, uh, where the last scene of Robocop is supposed to take place. Ha! Oh! Yeah. Oh, I was, okay, that makes sense, cause that's always like, why is there a nuclear waste dump near Detroit? The hell? Because there is a waste dump near Detroit. Maybe because Detroit is a waste dump, yes, but well. <sighs> yeah, it, it was not actually filmed. There, but I think it's supposed to take place on Zug Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, this uh, this meteor crashes there, and uh, so they they decide to head out to uh, to investigate. And unfortunately, they can't take Doc Green because he is out of town on the mainland. He's convened away on the mainland, and my mind just immediately flashed to. Uh, to dock and back to the future in the parking lot, uh, running away from the, the Lib- whichever, the Libyans. Marty, it's the Libyans! <laughs> That's basically exactly what I imagined when they. That is, that is what's happening the- this, uh, this whole week. He and Frankie are just, uh, fleeing the Libyans to whom he gave a box of <laughs> pinball machine parts. Yes. I don't know. I'm sure if they did it now, it'd be a vaguer, more, less, Maybe problematic. Um, Newfies. He's running away from the Newfies. <laughs> the Newfies. I told him I'd build him a nuclear bomb. <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, but no, in fact, what, what actually probably happened is there was a Star Trek convention that weekend. So, uh, so LeVar yeah. was out of town. <laughs> so, well, we're record- so well, we're all Bird in here recording this. He's just getting drunk with Michael Dorn. Though <laughs> 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 so there is this cute little bit at the beginning before, you know, just before the meteor comes down where they're looking up at the stars and Cody's like, oh, that's the North Star and, you know, used to navigate. There's a little star next to it. They're like, I don't know, maybe it doesn't have a name. No, all stars have names. <laughs> Definitely has a name. I absolutely just, I, I thought about looking name. it up, but I don't know. You are not getting that astronomy lad pioneers badge, Cody. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it like in Ursa Minor? Or, or isn't it major? Probably. Uh, no, Ursa Ursa Minor is uh, is the North Star. Okay. Ursa. So I I just wanted to to bring that up because that I was like no. <laughs> All stars have names. That's what astronomy is oh. for. That's what they do. Oh, it. Okay, I did just look it up. Pol- Polaris is a triple star system, so they're actually staring at three stars. Ah. Plus the little one. Ooh. You'd think, uh, you'd think the Autobots would know that. Yeah, you'd think they'd know a lot more about space than they do. It's weird. I mean, I guess just because they're from yeah. space doesn't mean they know about space. Yeah, what do you know about the state of New York? Okay, that's fair. I don't know enough about I would the state personally, of New York. I don't know what our state bird is anymore. I think I did once. I would personally, personally be happy to forget every single thing I know about Alabama. So, The, the provincial bird of Ontario is the common loon. Thank you. Good job. And our, our, our provincial flower is the trillium. And the, our, uh, our, the, the primary, the primary, uh, I, I wouldn't say X word, the primary product of the state of Ohio is, uh, charming knickknacks in the shape of the state of Ohio. <laughs> oh, New York State bird is the Eastern bluebird, a bird I have never seen before. Oh. Sure. I'm sure you've seen it. And, uh, our provincial song is a place to stand, a place to grow. Ontario. That's terrible. It's kind of catchy. Why would you do this? A place to stand, a place to grow. Ontario. Anyway, it's time for the <laughs> <a> movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. So, There'll so be- they every, everybody decamps to this deserted island, and hey, there's somebody else there. <gasps> dun dun dun. And the way that it shot, you would think that it was the predator. <laughs> or at least, um, arachnid. A predator from uh, the episode Predatory. Ooh, that would be. Uh... That would be a twist. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> It'd be an unfortunate <laughs> end to the yeah. series. Uh, but no, as you might have guessed from the episode being entitled Bumblebee to the Rescue, it's Bumblebee who's here to the rescue. Yay! He's a good boy! And and Blades is fanboying out over it. 
Oh my goodness, he's so excited. He's like hiding his face <laughs> at one point. It's just, it's the cutest thing. Blades is so good. So, uh, and yeah, Cody's also very excited because Bumblebee is yellow. And he's very excited about this for some reason. Yes, that's an exciting, I mean. Well, none of the other rescue bots are yellow. Maybe it's his favorite color. Yeah, maybe he likes yellow cars. And just, you know, again, none of the other rescue bots are yellow. That's right. It's not like one of those awesome European fire trucks or anything. But yeah, Blades, it's it's kind of like uh, when <laughs> Scott Lang met Captain America. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a lot like that. It's very cute. Oh no, I've been, I've been shaking your hand for too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's the best boy. So so they find this they finally find this weird ass meteor. Well, you after being kind of, It is to, definitely scary looking. It's kind of like half molten and it's also got green mist coming off it that definitely says we should absolutely not touch this yeah yeah it, like first thought was like oh it's a fell meteor it's gonna turn into an infernal and then second thought was <laughs> oh i need to actually finally watch the color out of space which i've had sitting around for a couple of weeks Ooh. and i did. oh i thought you were gonna Ooh. say that you should go spec demonology but you are you are already spec demonology yes I mean, I think we all respect demonology. <laughs> I, I'm i more affliction myself, but I'm only try like level 80-something. <laughs> Sorry, we are going off in yes, a, are, in a World off. of Warcraft-ly direction. Yes, let, let's go back to um, the color out of space, which which this like, <laughs> had me thinking about let's a lot. Let's go back to Lovecraft. Well, they... They reference Polaris at the beginning. Lovecraft has a short story, very short story, called Polaris, where it's... I think I read that one during one of my overnight shifts when I decided to read Lovecraft because yeah. I'm weird. It's very much one of his based-upon-a-dream things where he's, like, sad he couldn't serve in World War One. At least that's a lot of people's interpretations about it. But the, my main takeaway is, why is he afraid of Inuits? Why is he afraid of anyone who's not white people? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but also, yeah, Inuits seem like particularly a group like that that would not be especially threatening. <laughs> to... He would have absolutely nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> like, that he would certainly never encounter in his everyday life. Yeah. He just read a National Geographic article about them one time and was just like, ugh! Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Like, what, you don't remember that Maine used to be full of uh, Inuit refugees? Really? Oh, sure, you, you, you get into so? Bangor and it's, uh, you know, they, they called it Little Anchorage. Mm -hmm. sure. Ah, yeah, I've been out, uh, out uh, spearing some fish and uh, clubbing some seals, you know. Anyway, spooky rock that has fallen out of space, emitting yes, an and... unsettling glow of green. Um, run away from the island, quarantine it. Um, do not drink the groundwater. Do not drink the water. Oh man! Yeah, like I've I've seen meteors and or meteorites. I guess are they meteorites when they hit the ground or before they hit the ground? I believe they're meteorites when they hit the ground. Because I've I've seen meteorites. My my father actually has one that's like maybe a couple 
inches across uh, that he just found uh, when we lived in the middle of nowhere and you could just find things because things could fall out of the sky and not just hit someone's house. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like they're not normally this scary. <laughs> this is definitely a special one. Yeah. Uh, also, so, so, well, so, and, well, like the color out of space, it it doesn't leave that much of a big crater. It just sort of slams and slides. Like something that large should leave a big crater. Yeah. Also, like a they should they should have been able to hear this in the entirety of Griffin Rock. This would be like a like a bomb landing. The entirety of Maine. Yeah. It's like it's, yeah. it's like what. 20 feet tall or so? Well, we don't know how dense it is. I mean, normally they're made of, like, iron and stuff, but this is clearly not... This is made of evil. (laughs) Yes. But (laughs) I I do appreciate that when Chase... uh, When Chase approaches it, uh, he says something that is extremely plot-relevant. That he says that it he's going to uh, they need to check it out because it might be harmful to humans. Yes. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Oh, and they they do scan it and they say like it has no gamma rays and other things. Yeah, no gamma rays or radiation. It's clearly gl- going. Well, I guess green. they didn't scan it for. So it won't turn them into the Hulk. It's green. Yeah. That means gamma rays. Hulk has taught me this. <laughs> They didn't scan it for fell energy. They, well, uh, th- th- I guess that's harder to scan for. Anyway, not if you get a proper warlock in there. Yeah, so, so Heatwave, Chase, and Boulder are the ones checking this uh, meteorite out. Whereas Blade, Bumblebee is just kind of hanging around, and Blades is making a damn fool of himself. <laughs> Wait, he's he trying to show he's... off and say hi, and just it goes badly. He's going to help out by sending his winch down, uh, and it gets caught in a branch, and then Bumblebee has to go and untangle him. And Bees like, well, you know, sometimes you're the rescue bot, and sometimes you're getting rescued by a bot. And he's, you know, I mean, again, he's prime Bumblebee, so he's not talking straight human speech. No, no. But you can tell he's being very good-natured about it. Yes. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. It, it's bleep, bloop, berserp, his normal Prime sounds, which, wait, in Prime, wasn't it that they had Welker do voices and then they did the bleeps over it? I forget, it was something like that. Yes, I think in this one they they had uh, Nicole Dubuck do the oh, okay. bu- uh-huh. noises. Uh, remember, she's the, like, showrunner or whatever. And, as I mention every time, uh, the daughter from Major Dad. <laughs> So now they need to get back to the mainland because suddenly also there's a storm coming. Yes. Despite the fact that they were just watching. Well, it, it is Maine. You know, a uh, uh, big, uh, big nor'east is coming in, you know. Well, yeah, I guess that's fair. Someone killed a seagull and right. now it's time for a big storm, even though it was clear like 30 minutes ago. It's New England. And again, like Colorado space, lightning is going to hit this and things are going to get worse. Oh no! That's not really what happens, so. This whole island's gonna be full of mutants. <laughs> and also, they kind of figure out that Bumblebee is kind of not 100% authorized to be there. Yeah, they get back to the base, and B calls in, and Optimus is like, what the hell, Bumblebee? And of course, it is uh, It is still Peter Cullen doing the voice. Yeah. Yes, With the... doing the primest voice. Yeah. But. Uh... 
the prime face in this is still unsettling. It, it like the way they gave him a mouth seems odd. It's more like a Muppet than what he had in Prime. Yeah, because it is that very stylized, you know, it's the Toon Boom mm. sort of. Yeah. Y- yeah. So they couldn't really animate it the same way because it's a completely different, like it's an art style that has completely different aesthetics. needs and, and requirements and aesthetics. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so he's got the weird sort of face going on. But yeah, he's sort of mildly scolds Bumblebee for going off on his own, but suggests that, well, maybe he could hang around with them and see how everybody's doing, seeing how they're, they're little okay. rescue. Perhaps you can learn about teamwork. <laughs> Something which, which seems to apply. It's like you're not good at teamwork when you're hanging out with us. And then Heatwave pipes up from the back. You got any open spots on your team? Can I come? No, Heatwave, no. For the last time, Heatwave, no. Oh my god, he gives him the thank you for your continued interest thing, and I'm like, oh my god, Heatwave's resume just got tossed. But it's like... That it was... So... In in this discussion, like, Prime's saying we don't want this meteor to get into the hands of someone who would use it for questionable purposes Those who or whatever. would do us harm. Yes, but we roundabout way yes. of avoiding saying Decepticons, especially the way this episode well, goes. Well, and likewise, they say the Bumblebee lost his voice box in the line of duty. Yeah. It's- to be fair... There's also Mech. To mech be fair. also wishes to do well, them harm. Well, yes, me- mech to be fair, the Decepticons are not the only bad guys. Yes, and it probably was Mech who Dr. Morocco was on the phone with a couple episodes ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that, yeah. So, yeah. There, there are at least more than... There is at least more than one villainous organization that, that could be interested in this, yes. so... So, yes. No, but it, it it just gets so close to bringing up the Decepticons without bringing them up that it it just makes me afraid of what would happen if an actual Decepticon showed up with these little cinnamon rolls. <laughs> no, they're too good and small, and they have to remain a secret forever. That's right. Yes, they have to remain a secret forever. It's just I'm I'm like flashing back. It's like where did uh, Arachnid first crash down? Wasn't that in New England? I think that was the Pacific yeah. Northwest, actually. Okay, Prime. it's the other, the other side. Good. Yeah. Prime is like, sorry, Heatwave, but the we already have one cranky rescue vehicle on our team. Yes. We, who, we who don't. Also, it does not get name dropped, but mentions they just mention our medic. Yes. Because we're he, not paying Jeffrey out. Combs for this episode. No. That's that's understandable. Speaking of HP Lovecraft. Oh. I love to see child-friendly HP, or, ah, child-friendly Jeffrey Combs show up in this show. I was gonna say, I mean, there was that apparently recent horrible child-friendly Lovecraft movie that I think I suggested we watch for a Patreon. Everyone was like, no. I think Jeffrey Combs uh, is in that. Oh, uh, maybe. For like maybe a minute, probably. I mean, if it's something HP Lovecraft or Edgar Allan Poe related, you could probably get, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Combs for the right price relatively easily. Yeah. Well, the impression that I got from the one article I read about that production was they were not paying the right price for anything. (laughs) No. No, what? No. We, 
We might do that someday, but it will be painful for me at least on multiple uh, levels. Well, I'm I'm sure it'll be painful for everyone. Yeah, maybe just uh, for us yes. on just one level, but that's enough levels to be painful on. Yes. Badly animated, trying to make H.P. Lovecraft out to not be a racist, but a little child with a friendly Cthulhu pet, which, okay, the Cthulhu pet is uh, the, the least offensive I'm, part of that. I'm I'm still smarting from Prime's thank you for your continued interest. That, <laughs> yes. That that hit me uh. in, in my uh, writer sending out query soul. Uh. Poor heat wave. Yeah. On the other hand, it's kind of a jerk to just talk openly about how you want to be transferred out of here with all your pals. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, he it, wants it's to not see action. I guess. Even though he is baby. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, everybody's very excited to have him there. Uh, Chase wants to uh, tell him about all of Earth's exciting laws. Yes, but just <laughs> dancing without a permit. And Boulder wants to take him on an architectural tour of the island. Uh, but neither of these things actually happen because there is an emergency and they've got to roll to the rescue. Except for Bumblebee, <gasps> who has to stay behind because they will don't want to have to explain how they like got a new rescue bot and then won't have him again in a couple days. And why he isn't actually a rescue vehicle, just a yellow car. Yes, also that. Yeah, they are still sort of, you know, at least giving lip service to the... I mean, they they are still in disguise, I, even though we haven't really gotten an episode where they're, like, interacting with the public very much. I, I think they've managed to fool pretty much everybody except for Frankie. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, they they do just straight out say that they don't want to have to explain why they where this where they suddenly got a new one of these super advanced robot things from. Yeah, we we just rented one for the from the for the weekend. Especially <laughs> if Dot Green is on the mainland. Yeah, he didn't give it to them. No, no, but you can tell because it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably goes for all of them. Yeah, so so uh, there's a retaining wall that's about to collapse, and it's just going to plunge ev- all this debris onto a bunch of houses. So they go out there, they hold they hold things up, but uh, Boulder, Chase, and Heatwave start uncontrollably transforming to vehicle mode. And <gasps> speaking of plots that always work, it, there, as far as there's a Transformers plot that's always that always works, and that's we're stuck in vehicle mode. Yes! <laughs> Which um... I... It doesn't seem to come up as much anymore. I don't remember it. Oh, other than like uh, various like transformation. Oh, what what was the one in IDW where you keep transforming and uncontrollably? Oh, I can't think of that one. But that was the opposite. Yeah, yeah. There was the uh, there was the transfixatron. Um, yes. Then the Autobot run. Uh, yes. Tarantulas had his transformation lock lens. Though I guess Ooh. in the Autobot run, it it works out well enough because they're literally taking part in a car race. So it keeps them honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think there was a thing in IDW where like the like X-Files conspiracy organization used those against Transformers. Ooh. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I don't rem- I just don't remember it coming up that much recently because I don't remember it in any of the shows we've covered except for Beast Wars. Well, on Beast Machines because there was a virus. 
Well, yeah, Beast Machines, that, that was more of a complicated... Of course, thing. I say that was recent. That was over 20 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Well, for <laughs> us, it was... Try not to think about it. I don't want to be that old. How many episodes? Uh, 150? Ooh. Anyway, so they, they, they've transformed to vehicle mode. They can't change back. So Blades has to do this all by himself. But then, of course, it is Bumblebee to the rescue. Yes. Although I, I am annoyed about one part about, they keep mentioning propping up the, the retaining wall with girders. And they keep using long metal pipes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely not a girder. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we will learn, uh, Graham hasn't gotten his PhD in engineering yet. Nope. It, it just, it, it, it's like an annoying thing between script and animation that like, that's not a girder. At least say pipes or something, or draw frickin', I guess. A girder, admittedly, is harder to animate, probably, than just a tube. Because it's gotta be, yeah. like, yeah. big eye-shaped. And, but, mm. mm-hmm. Also, maybe if Bumblebee had gotten a less obtrusive alt mode, then he could have come along and helped earlier. Well, yes. But he's, he's going with that long-standing Transformers tradition of completely ostentatious <laughs> disguises. <laughs> Yeah. Looking at UG1 Jazz and Mirage <laughs> and Red Alert. And Wheeljack. <laughs> call back to uh, Auto Berserk where there is actually another uh, fire department Lamborghini for someone to mistake Red Alert for. Yeah, I don't know if uh, <laughs> fire firefighters can be on the take, but that guy was definitely on the take. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Maybe if you're in Saudi Arabia? That whole department was on. They the got tank. some weird police cars over there. Yeah. They have they have actual Lambo police cars, which oh. is ridiculous. Yeah, well, they also have a monarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so not only are they trapped in vehicle mode, but they also can't move. So the, uh, or at least they can't drive themselves. So uh, their partners have to drive them back. Yes. It's I I just want to say that uh Kate is a shitty boyfriend. Oh yeah, Kate is way too smug here. Yeah, oh, I got to drive you back like a chump. Also, I I uh I did have to write down Chase's Chase when when Chief gets in is like he's like perhaps if you put your foot on my gas pedal. <laughs> And then Boulder's like, on the bright side, this is a completely new experience. <laughs> yeah, Boulder's cheerful. It, it, not for anybody else. And then Kate is a shitty boyfriend. Yeah, but Boulder has enthusiastic consent with uh, Heatwave and Kate. It's very Dubcon. Do not want. <laughs> and me, and meanwhile, yeah. Chase is step on me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. But yes. Uh, anyway, as we continue on this reverse day of the machines. Yes. Yes. So, and uh, while they're driving back, they also lose their ability to talk. So they're just in like robo comas. Yeah. Heat wave is yeah, talking and then his face just freezes on the screen. And that's like, oh no. Uh, and so, yeah, they get back. And, and then pretty uh, soon stuff starts growing on them. Blades 
accuses them of the most ridiculous thing. He says, he, he accuses them of joking. But Chase is there. Chase is not capable of joking. <laughs> Can you no, imagine it's... if the others were like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to act like we're we're freezing up. It'll be really funny. And Chase just not understand anything that's going on. Yeah, the, the freezing up thing is a little odd in a way, but the things growing on you after contact with a meteorite is a long-standing tradition. You just have to go oh, back uh, to Stephen King sucking his fingers. Uh, Jordy Verrill, what have you done this time? <laughs> and I, I will say the, the stuff growing on them does not look great. No, no, like this should, it's not promising. I mean, this should look cooler. Kind of, I think. Yeah, it's just sort of gray. It looks kind of like stone. Yeah. But then yeah, it's, it's got like it's the like veins of green. Turning them into the meteorite material, but it doesn't convey that well enough. Like no, they just sort, like of sort of get like green lines or veins. The paint just sort of rubs off and there's green lines. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't quite work. I need this to look weirder or like brighter. Like it should be purple or something. So it's very obvious something weird's happening. Yeah. It should be glowing. Yeah. It definitely has sort of a Medusa-y sort of like turning to stone thing Mm. going on, which doesn't actually seem to be what's going on. But that's how it looks. Yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, so uh, Cody pretty quickly figures out that it's obviously the meteorite because those three were handling the meteorite and Bumblebee and Blades, who are not, are not affected. Good job. So they they call up Optimus. He talks off screen to Ratchet, and after what I'm sure is a lot of grousing, <laughs> Optimus, we don't oh, even man, know you... these people. This is yeah, my problem. Do you, think, do you think Ratchet just suggested they just let them die? <laughs> He probably suggested it, but didn't really mean it. He seems well, like that kind where he's going to complain about the thing, but he's actually going to do the right thing in the end. Yes. Well, he's he's going to do the research, but but he's heavily into quarantining them. I would guess. <laughs> yes. Probably. We don't want that stuff in here. They're on an island. Leave them there. Just you're just going to have to tie them all the couches, like in the thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, wait, is that something that's ever actually been, like, a thing version of Transform? Well, oh, I guess space barnacles are kind of that. I mean, that's, although that's like growing on them, not sort of replacing them. Well, but it's, well, okay, yeah, it's not replacing them, but it's taking them over and changing. Surprisingly, I don't think they have done an episode that is a ripoff of the thing, which is crazy, because almost every show has had an episode that's a ripoff of the thing. Yeah, especially like that—that that would have been a great for a Beast Wars episode. Of course, the problem is you probably like kind of have to kill off one character. When you, yeah, and, all, and also they I mean, didn't the, have much of a problem with that. Yeah, and also you don't have the budget to do like robot body horror so much. Yeah, you'd have to make like five different new models and, and yeah. lots of kit bashing to do the weirdness. Yeah, that that that. Ooh. Now I almost want to write fan fiction. It's like, hey, Pterosaur's back. That's not Pterosaur. Mm, I don't like it. That doesn't want to be Pterosaur. It wants to be us. I don't like it. No, it wants to be Optimus Primal. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nope, don't like it. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> they, they you know they say okay, so it's it's a vi- it's a space virus, and you're going to need an antidote, even though viruses don't have antidotes. Yeah. yeah, it's just terminology. Yeah, if they're going by computer virus, sort of. Well, I guess, but I mean, computer vi- it's a computer virus that's making you grow like goop on you. Yeah, yeah well, that, it's only this definitely machines, sounds so... like techno organic. Yes. Yeah, a techno organic virus sounds better than a, than a techno organic bacteria. I suppose. Anyway, so yeah, you, so you, they're going to need to get there and get a sample of the meteorite, and they are also, and then they are to blow it up. Yes. Wait, won't that just disperse all of it everywhere? Well, it's it it's like the thing where you use fire and it kills it. Yeah, we're we're not going by um, Return of the Living Dead rules. And because it came from space, presumably it's like the Venom symbiote, and it can be damaged by heat and sonics. <laughs> sure. Which always strikes me as weird. It's like, how the hell did it survive re-entry? Although, wait, depending upon which version of the Venom origin, sometimes it comes down in a space shuttle, sometimes it just well, crashes, whatever. Well, it, that, it or sometimes crashed. you buy it in a vending machine. Yeah, vending machine is comics. Uh, Meteorite was um, the Spider-Man the 3 movie. movie. And in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, it's the space shuttle. And in and the it's, new one, it's a sample container from Mars or some shit. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to Mars next episode. Oh. But anyway, uh, so so they, they all set out to Wayward Island, and they, they do take along Bumblebee and uh, and Blades. Although, of course, they are just to stay on the boat. But uh, unfortunately, they're, they're rough seas ahead. <gasps> and, and, and we got a Graham overboard. Oh no! Oh, yeah, that seems it's bad. So yeah, this is just a, a cascade of calamities because the uh, yeah. you know Graham gets knocked overboard. Bumblebee ends up sinking into an undersea trench, so Blades has to come out to rescue him. And then now the boat's engine is broken, and also the bomb that we brought is turned on, and we can't turn it off. I I just want to uh to point out that one of the special characteristics of G1 Bumblebee was that he could swim. That's true. Well, yes, but that that only <laughs> ever actually came up in like what one storybook that he could really do well, that. Well, it did also come up in um the Ultimate Doom. Yes. Okay, well... so, so it's happened two times in the entirety of everything and almost <laughs> happened in animated cuz they made a toy of well they designed a toy of it that did that ever actually come out, or did that and only come out in also, Japan? I think it came in out in other, Japan. Also, in other G1 episodes, just he could swim, but also everyone else could swim at about the same level of ability, all the other Autobots. Or so. water ski on their tires, or various weird yes. things that happened to G1. Or surf. I mean, they were all swimming in, like, Atlantis Arise, so. Oh, oh two things. Uh, one, apparently there actually are, oh no, Windward Islands. Never mind, I thought I found Wayward Islands. I looked too quickly. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so I'll throw that one out. But the other thing, th- this bomb thing, oh, Mako reactor flashbacks, or Mako. Dang it, I keep getting that wrong. I think I got the actor's name wrong last time. Oh no. It's like it's Mako Shark, and I think it's Mako for everything else. 
Anyway, I think Maybe. the thing about Bumblebee being able to swim was actually an in-joke because the VW Beetle actually floats. Oh. Oh, is that why they used them as dune buggies? I think so. Well, oh. that, they were just like a zillion of them. They were cheap. Well, yeah, it's it's really easy to just strip things off and throw them on the beach. Yeah. So, but there are people who have actually, like, turned them into boats. Mm-hmm. Huh. They're referred to as water bugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Yes, he's very energy efficient and he could swim. Yeah. So anyway, things are real bad here. So Blades gets B out of the ocean, and then they—he's they... trying so hard. B is trying so hard. Yes. He's like trying to drive up the side, and he's—he's trying so hard because he's a good boy. There's so many good boys in this show. Yes. Yes. And it looks like Blades is once again going to do the the end of Dark Knight Rises oh, no. thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I I failed your master, Blades. <laughs> But uh, no, instead, uh, they they go to the they go to the meteorite. Bumblebee punches a hole in it, puts the bomb in. They they race away with the explosion behind them, like they're employees of Dreamwave. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. And then they immediately get the virus. Like it didn't take that. It didn't act that quickly on the other three. No, it did not. I mean, I guess Bumblebee just, like, straight up punched a hole in Yeah, he had closer contact. So maybe there was prolonged contact there, or maybe it strengthens as it gets older. And now hopefully this whole island is covered with, like, deadly shit. Yeah, that's why blowing it up was a bad idea. Because now there's just going to be these little chunks of this ever- You've made the problem worse. You've dispersed it. You turned it into a blasted heath. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, so anyway, they are, they are able to use the uh, Cybertronian technology to analyze the sample and to get a correct antidote disc, which I thought was going to be like a CD-ROM, <laughs> yeah. but it's actually like a manhole cover. Yeah, um, Did um, anyone well, else notice with... that they're all color-coded? Yes. Yes. <laughs> which was weird. And it makes sense that they would have like maybe each special ones for each guy, but that doesn't explain why they would have a Bumblebee one, because he's yellow and he's not from that ship. Maybe they still need to like program them for their specific physiology and they just did a bumblebee one because he needed one it was neat but Mm -hmm. it it was like a needless like why is each of them have a different colored gel in it why 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 would you make that as an animation step is my question (laughs) i mean it's cute but it's all anyway so everybody's doing fine now bumblebee's gonna take off but hey it's picture time and they, they get a nice group shot. And, of course, because Blades is such a good boy, uh, B wants a picture just with him. Yay, photographic oh. evidence for Raph to delete later. Yay, robo-selfies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, they probably did do that. Wait, oh. it's, it, but it's not a selfie. Danny's taking him. What, well, what you, That's just what, a photo. Whatever. Yes. Anyway. But, yeah, this is going to end up on, like, Danny's Instagram or something, and then Raph deletes it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that is Bumblebee to the rescue. I uh, I admit I I didn't love this one. It's I mean I part of it is that B is kind of the least compelling character from Transformers Prime. Yeah, but can you imagine RC <laughs> trying to guest on this show? 
Oh, she just get she just be incredibly twitchy by the end of tw- the twenty two minute episode because she hadn't killed anybody. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> problem. Well, you could have Bulkhead, but the problem with that is he looks too much like Boulder, and their names sound similar. Yeah, well, and he also acts very much like yes. Boulder. They'd just be pals immediately. There'd be no conflict in the episode. Yes. yes, it would just be them like having. He actually would go on that architectural tour of the uh, of the island, and then yeah. they'd really enjoy it. Yes. So it'd be a cute, innocent episode, unless there's a confusion why there's two boulders now or something. There's not much interest in that. Having Ratchet show up would be really interesting and really awkward. I mean, I think Ratchet could be kid-friendly enough to yes. be on this show. He's just kind of cantankerous, yeah. as opposed to actively homicidal. <laughs> and he's a rescue vehicle. So. He would yeah. He would do like when he was helping the kids with their projects. Oh, yes. Yes, a sequel to that episode. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. <laughs> ah, so, but, and yeah, Bumblebee, he's just kind of bleeping and blooping at this point. This yeah. is not the last uh, time he will appear on this show. Well, hopefully they use him better, because he's just barely here. Well, the, the crazy thing is, he's, this rescue bot ran long enough that by, by the time of his last appearance on the show, he can talk. Because they've gotten onto robots in disguise. Oh wow! Thank goodness that'll be better. That <laughs> like he can actually talk to the other characters. That's interesting. That's yeah. really cool. Aw, and are they like, yay? He has his voice fixed, and then continue on with the episode. Is he? I have to assume. Is he Will Friedel? He is Will Friedel, right? He is Will Friedel. Aww. I I do recall that he gets a rescue bots toy. Yes. Yeah, he gets a couple. Yes, because he's very popular, because everybody likes yellow cars. I'm trying to remember if he also becomes a dinosaur. I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, no, wait. I think he does become a dinosaur. Oh. Have I mentioned how apparently Dinosaur Optimus just ruined other Optimus Primes for an entire generation of small children? <laughs> I've mean, heard yeah, he looks small great. children going on about Dinosaur Optimus Prime and how great he is. <laughs> Like, at restaurants, just out of nowhere. <laughs> just hanging out in Front Royal, getting a burger. Just overhearing Aww. this conversation. Bumblebee. Bumblebee turns it into an adorable-looking raptor. That's cute. Aww. I think at one point, like, Dino-bee. all of the cast become dinosaurs. Aww. Oh, he's got a crane for a tail. Aww. If uh, rescue bots in the aftermarket weren't so expensive, I might try to get one of them. Oh. But they're expensive. Aw, that's no fun. All right, so, so I think that now brings us uh, to David's Tokusatsu Corner. <gasps> Yay! This week on QQ Sentai, go go five, counterattacking V Lancers. It's time to sell a new toy, kind of. Yay! Well, play action toy thing weapon whatever. Anyway, accessory. Yes, accessory. What's his name? Uh, Zilfies. I think that's how it's pronounced. Zilfies. Silfies, whatever. The eldest brother of the chaos space aliens finally goes out. He takes a tactical beast named Spiderus with him, who looks more like a hornet, and he has wings on his back, but they're sort of like wings made like spider legs and webs. And it's He's an oddly designed thing, but he, he does the standard spider thing of building webs between two buildings and catching people. That's what I do in my spare time as a spider. Oh, yeah, so the older brother's going out because the voice of his crazy space demon mother has told him, you got two months to clean up Earth and kill everything <laughs> before I show up. 
It's like, yes, mom, I'll go out and do that. Relatable. Yeah. Anyway, so the the, the rangers fight the new monster. They use their combining gun attack weapon thing called live bird because it also turns into a bird besides individual weapons and a big gun. Oh my it doesn't god, work Benjamin, on... don't eat that box. That's my mom's box. <laughs> he's just, I hear the sound and he's just tearing into this cardboard box. I'm gonna deal with that. Feel free to continue. Okay, <laughs> anyway, well, box. this is more for Rob because Spiderus has his own spider dimension which is a, like a pocket dimension. He I guess you might call it a Spider-Verse. Yes, a Spider-Verse that's like under an amusement park. He has it stashed away where it's a portal to a desert world where he's been collecting people and giving them knives. So when they lure the Red Ranger in, these brainwashed people pull pocket knives and, and, and go. And Red has to try to survive edged weapons in this Mindscape desert. And eventually all the other rangers go in there because we got to rescue our brother. He's screaming. We have to get him. Yay. And he's telling, no, don't come in. And they're like, yeah, we got to go in and rescue him. But they're trapped in there. They can't summon the robot until dad sends in a rocket sidecar with drills on the front, which showed up in one earlier episode to crash through and like break like a window to get into this pocket dimension and annoying dads in the sidecar and then he gives them new weapons which he'd earlier been playing around with boomerangs and that's the new weapon kind of like he hands them color-coded boomerangs which connect onto a lance spear thing that also converts into a gun they're kind of neat looking but they're also kind of stupid and really toyetic but I, I would imagine the toy of them would be a lot smaller because the, the weapon in the show is like four or five feet tall. <laughs> so I imagine it would be smaller than that for kids. But it's like, oh, the, the boomerangs, it's a V because it's go, go, V, go, go, five. Oh, that's cute. Anyway, that 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 saves the day. Well, sort of saves the day, but kind of doesn't because... um. Spiderus says, I would do anything to protect you, my lord, Zilfies. And then Zilfies is like, oh, okay, stabs him, kills him, and then has their butler enlarge him to a giant monster to fight the, <laughs> the rangers. And of course, because now there's a hole that they can summon their giant robots, and then they kill the spider, and, and but Zilfies gets defeated and wanders back home. It's like, shit, they, these guys kicking all our asses. Me, my brother, my sister... Okay, they didn't kick my baby brother's butt because he's a baby and he just fell asleep before he could <laughs> defeat the rangers. But for a selling new toys episode, it was at least an interesting one. Because, Well, the boomerangs are kind of silly, but the pocket dimension with a spider monster was neat. Mm. I, I have returned. Okay. Yeah, on, on further reflection, it was actually Arya destroying the box and she's allowed oh. to do anything she wants. <laughs> Huh. All right, so that is uh, Bumblebee to the rescue. Uh, you can find us until next time. We'll be back here next week, and you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, uh, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, and uh, we we get into the end of Kimono Friends this time. 
yes. We veering off we're, into, I, I guess... Uh, we're sure not going to the movies. <laughs> well, I was going to say, barring New Mutant suddenly being dropped on Disney+. Plus. Isn't there, like, rumors theaters might open up again soon? I've maybe? heard... I mean, the thing is, are there any movies that are going to come out? Well, yeah, that's to, the thing. To, There's no, no planned movies. Everything's been pushed back way far. I think, I think maybe the earliest thing that's coming out is Tenet in July. Yeah, what I what I keep oh. seeing is that states are like, sure, you guys can reopen, and theaters are like, that's all right, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, but we're, we're cool. We're good for a no. bit. We'll manage. Well, they won't manage, but well, they don't need to open. Yeah. They're sensible enough. Yes. At least hopefully most of them are. But plus, uh, plus yeah. like, it, I don't want to go to movies anytime soon. Same. No. I don't even want to go to Walmart right now. Well, no, but... I mean, I do want to go to the movies, because I always want to go to the movies. Well, but... I, I would like to see movies. I miss the... I, today I actually bought popcorn because I miss theater popcorn so much. Aww. <laughs> Aw, I haven't done that. <laughs> I I guess I could have picked up a box of Junior Mints at Target. That's my go-to. <laughs> I like some Junior uh, Mints. I just, I don't know, I I can't buy theater Sprite. It's not the same. <laughs> it's really? watered down. Ew. It, it, there's something different about it. Maybe it's yeah, the... The syrup consistency. Syrup consistency, or possibly the wax from the... Uh, cup seeping in oh yeah it could be that too or 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 the plasticky tang of the souvenir cup yes oh yeah <laughs> i miss souvenir cups more than i miss going to the theater oh. I, I miss I'm, I'm, new mutants coming well, out yes oh. it's got a new uh release date it does, it does? yes yes was it like august uh yeah i believe august of okay. uh, year 2525 <laughs> <laughs> In the year 2525, oh. if the cast of New Mutants is still alive. <laughs> Died no. of old age. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we, we do lots of fun random stuff there. Uh, if you follow our Twitter account at IaconUG uh, and see me occasionally retweeting things that don't seem to have anything to do with Transformers, it's probably related to something we did on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So until next time, when we all get squilched. You. I'm Rob. I'm Bumble Jen. I'm David B. Oh, I should have come up with something clever. Oh, I'm, I'm Gold Rob. <laughs> That's what I'll call you. Shit oh. piece. <laughs> Listen, I'm a different color and also I've kind of got like weird bug eyes now. Hello, kitty purrs. Okay. Oh my goodness, I can see oh, his purring on the audacity. Oh, there we go. Little graph. <laughs> yeah. Because he's standing and he's between me and the microphone right now. You're listening yes. to me talking. <laughs> talking through. From behind a cat. His 14 pounds. Come on, come on, yeah, come oh, on. How about you get on the floor? How about I brush you on the floor? There you go. He's a good boy. Okay, he's off my desk now. <laughs>
All right, so whenever we're ready. Uh, yeah, I guess we're ready. Okay. Yep, I got my notes in a text file, and I'm all set.